I'm not gonna lie and, and, and portray um this ultimate poise like I've been had it figured out. No, nah, I just didn't quit. That's the only distinguishing quality from me and probably whoever else going through this or mm -hmm. went through this or is gonna go through this is that I ain't quit. I went through every emotion. I went through mm -hmm. every emotion with trying to pursue what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that what what gonna separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit. And that's you know, you're gonna really take the stance if I'm gonna die behind quit. I What's up, friends? And welcome to another episode of Come On Somebody, the podcast. It's your girl, Sydney Clark. And that was Nipsey Hussle, one of the greatest to ever do it. I wanted to start off with that clip because it is in total alignment with today's episode. Today's episode is how do you want to be remembered? What will your legacy be? And as the true researcher that I am, <laughs> an educator that I am, I would be remiss if I did not give you the definition of legacy. According to Merriam-Webster, legacy, a gift by will, money, or property. That's Definition one. Definition two, legacy, something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor. That's definition two. Definition three, a candidate or membership in an organization who is given special status because of a family relationship to a member. Now, we all hear this, you know, term legacy, legacy, legacy. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, what does legacy mean? What is the what are the benefits of creating and identify creating your legacy and also identifying what you want your legacy to be? And it comes and it starts with the root question of how do you want to be remembered? Well, here are some perks of legacy. You know, that last definition said a candidate or membership of an organization is given special status. Well, if you have family members that are Greek, part of the divine nine, you know that when it comes time for one to pledge, if their mother or grandmother or aunt or dad or grandfather or uncle have pledged this same organization before them, they are awarded a special status because those before him or her have paved the way, paved the way for them at this very moment. So they worked hard so that you could have a leg up in gaining membership in this organization. So ultimately, when we're thinking about legacy, I personally think, hmm. How do I want to be remembered on this earth? Have I truly done everything that I could to ensure that the generations after me have a leg up, whether it be my children, their children, my grandchildren and their children, whether it be my siblings and their children and their families and so on and so forth, whether it be my homegirl or homeboy from my hometown, have I? lived a life 
that has established a legacy? Have I put something in the earth that is bigger than myself? How do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered as someone who gave more than they tried to receive? In the old words of Snoop Dogg. Do you want to be remembered as someone who lived their life to the fullest? Do you want to be remembered as someone who lived a life of positivity? Or do you want to be remembered? Because we all have those people who are like, oh, he or she was miserable. When the day they close their eyes, all you think to yourself is, oh, they were miserable. Oh, I, I wish they would have used their time better. Oh, I wish, you know, how do you want to be remembered? If for nothing more than how you want to be remembered as a single person without having this attachment to, oh, I did this for my family. I made sure that I, you know, prepared, uh, paved a way so that my family and generations of me can be successful. How do you want to be remembered as a person? How do you want to be remembered as a person? And this kept coming to me, you know, Every week, I'm like, what am I going to talk about this week? There's so much going on, and I want to prioritize things that make the most sense, right? So many of you know, if you're my friend or if you follow me on social media, last week, we, my family and I said our final goodbyes to my grandfather, my grandfather, whom was 101 years old, my grandfather, whom walked with his head held high, no cane, no, um, in his, he was in his right mind. He exercised daily up until the day that he had a stroke. He had a stroke during coronavirus and that was what ultimately changed the course, right? But up until that day at 101, my grandfather chose a life of pos positivity. My cousin spoke at my grandfather's funeral and spoke facts, a lot of facts that many of us who was there weren't even aware of until that moment. Yes, you know, he's a hundred and nine. He was born in a hundred. He was born in 1919, so he's lived a long life, right? My cousin Brian talked about how my grandfather lived, was born a few years after slavery. He was born during a time that was known as the Blood War, right? And during this time, it was, you know, he was born during separate versus equal, separate but not equal. He lived during a time during segregation and desegregation. He lived through many things that are in our history books, right? Many things that are in our history books. 
I saw, I found his draft card a couple of years ago. Well, actually 2020 before the pandemic, I found his draft card to World War II, right? And World War II took place from 1939 to 1945. I found his draft card with his name, his signature. And I was able to present that to him. I'm just saying this to give you context. He was born the year after the after World War One ended on November 11, 1918. He was born December 1919. So he have lived during a time of adversity. Like we think that being black in America right now is hard. We know that we've made progress. <laughs> we've made progress. And yet I would be remiss if I did not give flowers and pay homage to those who paved the way before us because they really lived through a tough time. My grandfather, a retired pharmacist. My grandfather, a veteran. My grandfather, a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I mean, just to give you a little background, he went to Howard University. He was in the School of Engineering and Architecture. He went to Wiley College, got a Bachelor of Science. Then he went to the University of New Mexico, got a Bachelor of Science in Pharmacy. And then he went to the University of Texas and got a Master of Science in Pharmacy. Now, granted, now to be a pharmacist, you have to get a Doctor of Pharmacy. During those times, mind you, he's 101, he was qualified and credentialed with his Master of Science in Pharmacy. He talked and shared stories about upon graduating, he couldn't find a job. Yes, you're a pharmacist, but we don't have space for your kind. So ultimately, he ended up going to the University of Texas Southern University and teaching in the College of Pharmacy until later on when he decided to go back into the field again. He lived during a time where it was very tough, but just like Nipsey said, the difference between him and someone else who was maybe pursuing the same, going down the same path as him is that he didn't quit. I'm sure he went through every emotion and despite every emotion, we only know about the good things because that's what he chose to exude and share and put into the earth. Positivity. At his 101 birthday, he decided he spoke and he said, I choose positivity. He wakes up with a conscious mind to choose to live a positive life. That is my black history. That is my legacy. That is his legacy that has now been passed down to me. I feel like I now have the torch 
to create and continue the legacy of my grandfather, whom worked so hard to create a path and pave the way for others, regardless if that was his intention. He could have been very selfish in his well-doing and only wanted to do this for himself, not a thought about what it was doing for the community, X, Y, and Z. However, regardless, his hard work paved the way for others to come behind him. I have a cousin named Zach. If you're not following him on Instagram, you should. His name is at Zach P A, I mean at Z A C H P four. Every year during Black History Month, Zach goes above and beyond to drop Black History facts daily. He goes above and beyond to find those Black. gatekeepers that may have been lost and left out of history books. Of course, we pay homage to Malcolm X and Harriet Tubman and Martin Luther King, uh, whom if they had not, and Rosa Parks, all of those popular names, Yes, they are very significant into the black person and the black history and where we are today in America. But he goes above and beyond to speak about people like Lonnie G. Bunch, an American educator and historian who started working at the Smithsonian Institution while he was working on his master's degree and was then hired at the University of Maryland and became the first curator at the California African-American Museum. He also talks about Betty Smith Williams, a former dean and professor of the School of Nursing at the University of Colorado Health Science Center in Denver and the School of Nursing at UCLA. Dr. Williams became the first African-American student to earn her nursing credential from the Francis Payne Bolton School of Nursing. You hear these first. In August 2020, Washington football team appointed Jason Wright as team president. Wright is responsible for leading the organization's business divisions, including operations, finance, sales, and marketing. Wright now becomes the first African-American president of an NFL team. Candace Story Lee, a former standout student, athlete, and three-time Vanderbilt graduate, was named vice chancellor for athletics and university affairs and athletic director at Vanderbilt in May 2020. Lee is Vanderbilt's first female athletic director and the first African-American woman to head a Southern conference. In 2018, Tyler Mitchell established a foothold in history when he became the first African-American photographer to shoot the cover of Vogue in its 125-year history. At just 23, Mitchell is among the youngest photographers to have shot the cover of Vogue. What will your legacy be? What will your legacy be? I also think that it's important for us to know that regardless if we are related to any of these phenomenal Black people that I named or not, 
they are our history. They are our family. We are all connected. So yes, you might be the first in your college to go to, your first in your family to go to college, the first in your family to do something as simple as get a high school diploma. You are creating and establishing what your legacy will be. I don't have much for today's episode other than that one question. How do you want to be remembered and what will your legacy be? I'm grateful for my ancestors who decided not to quit, to go forth and prosper because something as simple as home ownership and creating a safe, healthy environment to raise their children in itself is phenomenal. A lot of times we have pity parties and things of that nature. Oh, my parents didn't pay for this or my parents didn't do me this or I had to buy my first car. Sometimes you just have to understand that everyone's path is different. You have the choice to choose positivity, just as my grandfather said. You have a cho- you you can make the choice and decide. How you want to be remembered? Do you want to spend your entire life complaining about having to work a little harder to get your first car because it wasn't handed to you because your parents didn't pay for it? That leads to a life of misery and that is not going to set you up for the path that was ordained for your life. Black history. legacy. I've been reading stories to my students, 28 days, moments in black history that changed the moments, moments in history forever. Every day that I share a story with those students, I couldn't, I can't help but tie in the connection of hard work, Courage, bravery, hard work, courage, bravery, risk, hard work, courage, bravery, risk. How do you want to be remembered? Do you have dreams or goals that you have written down or need to write down that you have stored in your brain? that you see and it's in your dreams and you're wondering why. What is your excuse? You owe it to yourself to do everything in your power to execute your goals while you are on this place called earth. What's the worst that can happen? If you work hard, I'm a firm believer that you will get the desires of your heart. You have to be consistent. 
You have to believe in yourself. You can't take any days off. And remember your why. I spoke to some college, some high school seniors two summers ago before the pandemic, and I asked them, what was their why? Why are you going to college? Why do you, you know, why do you want this degree? Because at the end of it all, the days when you don't want to go to work, the days when you don't feel like doing the research, the days when you don't feel like applying for the job, the days when you don't feel like working on your entrepreneur startup, the days when you don't feel like hearing no, the things that will hold you and sustain you and be your anchor through all of the emotions that you'll go through will be remembering your why. For me, my why, when I'm tired, when my days are off, when I don't want to do anything, my why is simply this. It's bigger than me. It is bigger than me. I'm working to put my family in a situation that is better than the situation that I've come from. And that I didn't come from a bad situation. Both of my parents have college degrees. Both of my parents are doing very well for themselves. They own homes. They're able to, you know, provide a ha happy, healthy life for me and my siblings. No, everything wasn't peachy. Yes, I'm sure they get tired, but they kept pressing forward. They put went forward, made a sacrifice, took no days off. And my parents are both people who went to college immediately upon graduating high school, took years off from college, and then came back. We joked a while ago with my friend, and I said, Daddy, tell them how you were the last man standing at your college graduation. My mom was when she went back to college, she was in classes with my brother, my oldest brother. They didn't allow humility and shame or defeat or any of those negative thoughts to stop them from achieving their goal. Life happened. They came back to it. They remembered their why. They remembered their goal. They knew that this was something that they had to do. So they set the tone right there. Something as simple as Going back, getting their degree, set the tone of setting goals and achieving them. I don't have a choice but to be successful. My parents put me in a position to be better than them. And that is the goal for each generation. You want each generation after you to be better than the previous generation. You want to generate generational wealth. We have to start thinking about teaching financial literacy to our children, to ourselves, learning it, having those discussions, not being embarrassed to have those discussions. Legacy is so many things. Legacy is the umbrella, and there are so many things that go under that one umbrella. How do you want to be remembered? What will your legacy be? It's bigger Again, for me, it's bigger than me.
I'm doing it for my children and my children's children and my children's children. I'm doing it for the people back in my hometown that's from Beaumont who might have goals and aspirations, who might feel like, oh, I'm too old to achieve this. I'm, I can't do this. Uh, I'm from Beaumont. I could never. Yes, you can. When I look back over my life, I want to be remembered as someone who worked hard, someone who showed that hard work and determination will take you far and will always shine. How do you want to be remembered? What will your legacy be? It's different from everyone. No goal is too big. And I feel like a lot of times we as a people get discouraged and feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I, I don't I don't belong in that space. I don't I don't see how it would fit in in that room. Yes, you will. Yes, you you belong in every space. We belong in every space. There's no space that you don't belong in because of the color of your skin or you know, where you're from. You belong in every space. And I just want you to take this moment to do some research. Look up all the great things that people of color, Black people specifically, have accomplished during this time. And then look at yourself and say, how do I want to be remembered? How do I want to add on and contribute to the legacy of Black people? It's Black History Month, so I'm only highlighting Black history, Black culture today on this episode and probably for the next episode as well. How do you want to be remembered? Choose positivity, guys. Everything that I've been talking about these past few episodes have been about mind, body, and soul. Taking care of yourself so you can... Be the best version of yourself so you can give back and put good things into the earth so that good things will come back to you. That's my time for today. And I hope that if nothing more, you just sit and you reflect on how you want to be remembered and what will your legacy be. I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad How do you want to be remembered? <laughs> Hard work, no days off. It's all the same. If you look at every story in the history books, every person will tell you the same thing. Hard work, dedication, no days off. 
not giving up, not quitting. You're going to feel every emotion. But remember that at the root of it all, it is bigger than you. How do you want to be remembered? What will your legacy be? That's my time, guys. I probably could have said so much more, but this podcast is truly about reflecting and remembering that you come from great, great, rich DNA. Black history starts way beyond slavery. We come from kings and queens. Mansa Musa, a black man, known to be the richest man in the world. That's where we started. That's where we began this story. What will your story be? What will your legacy be? How will you be remembered? I hope that you take this time. Google is your friend, just like I told my students. Get to looking up some people who are in the field that you're trying to be in, who are doing the things that you're trying to do that look like you, who decided to take no days off. Read their story. Let that be your motivation. Talk to a friend who's doing something that you want to do, a family member. You got this. And I hope that you guys have a lovely, lovely weekend. That is my time. And until next time. But hold up. Wait a minute. Before you go, I want you to know Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z, what it feels like song just dropped this morning. And it is the song for the soundtrack of the new movie that is going to be available on Amazon and HBO, Judas and the Black Messiah. We're talking about legacy. And remember, Jesus Christ was black as well. <laughs> Enjoy this snippet of the new song and be sure to go check it out. Remember, what is your legacy? What will your legacy be? How do you want to be remembered? Holla. And this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like. And I survive cause a nigga is special first You get successful, then it get stressful thirst Niggas gon' test you, see what your texture's worth Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure burst Street niggas, still I get checks and spurts I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk Better days, pray for, but expecting worse At this level, bullshit, I'm just less concerned Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds of rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look, and this is what it feels like. Reach a level, make you question is it real life? All the weed good, all the pussy real tight. And the only rule, keep your dollar bills and this right. Is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. What it feels like And this is what it feels like Scorpion bricks, 
Way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left, I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks, too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect, you let them crack a storm, your capital put their feet up on your desk, and yeah, you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect, I'm selling weed, in the open, bringing folks home from the feds, I know the payback gon' be mean, I'm saving all my little bread, pray for me, y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts, real niggas is extinct, it ain't safe for me, my dog, they killing niggas in they own hood, that makes sense to you at all, you burnt your bridge to the other side, you know you can't swim across, y'all know niggas can't swim, they fried Mike after you die, y'all know niggas can't win, you never land, don't choke the side, I arrived on the day Fred Hampton got murdered, hold up, assassinated just to clarify further, what y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Ford, big step on the jet with my legs crossed, black stones on my neck, y'all can't kill me.